Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Big show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? It's Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. This is The Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott broadcasting live from the Dish Professionals, the Dish Pros, 80th South and State. Drop by and see us. We've got jazz gear for you. We've got uh, hats. We've got ornaments for your desk. We have T-shirts. And, of course, uh, we have great television programming down here. Gordon, I love their showroom. They'll show you all the features on all this technology. They'll take great care of you. Yes, indeed. Uh, it's, this is really nice, what they've done here. You can come down here and feel real comfortable checking out what you can get. And uh, it's, I, that's one of the reasons this has always been one of my favorite places to come. You and I have known uh, Ryan and the gang down here for a very long time. Indeed. Uh, and they'll take care of our listeners um, because they've been doing it for years. Yeah, it, and they take care of us uh, same way they take care of our customers, and uh, and we're happy as can be. 801-424-DISH is the number to call. 801-424-DISH. We'll be talking to Ryan throughout the show uh, about what he can do for our listeners, but uh, they're great. Give him a call or drop by here, 80th South and State, or 801 424 Dish. You know, that's the first time I've ever seen that dish, uh, that uh, desk ornament out of the box. That is really cool. It is cool. See that? Yeah, thing. it's a conversation piece. You I can, mean, I mean, I can't. I, you this, could put pens in there too if you wanted look to. Look at that. How, who has that? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, we have three of them. So <laughs> get on down here. Get down here if you want to snag one of those for yourself. 80th like South it. and State. Just a, a quick response to uh, to the last. Uh, show you know gordon i agree polls are fun they are you know what is not fun communicable diseases acquired from men in boise not fun at all and that's something we worry about with hands sometimes isn't it it's it's something he should have worried about before i picked up herpes from some guy in in uh, boise doing whatever he was doing up there he probably should have thought of that Every time I sit down in that chair that Hans uh, uses, uh, I, that thought goes through my mind. Like, do I need to Lysol this thing? It's concerning. It is. Cause, you I know, picked it, up it, herpes from some guy in, in uh, Boise. Doesn't it, like, break out and pus and all that stuff? And I, it's getting all over the place? And I, I wouldn't know because I don't have it myself. So, you know, just saying. <laughs> Just thought we'd start the show off there. <laughs> is that show? Is that where we should leave That's, it? That's that. Sure, I think? we can we can leave it there. Just a little PSA. Uh, because I, you know, who cares? I mean, I, as far as any kind of disagreement or anything, uh, whatever. No. I love that show. I listen you to can, it every day. You can, you can decide for yourself what uh, what you want to believe. They do a wonderful job. In fact, uh, is Hans going to be on the show today, Adrian? All right. Well, we're hoping to have Hans. PK will be on at 3.30 to talk about Utah camp yesterday. But Hans did cover BYU camp, uh, and he's hopefully going to come on the show at some point. He had at 4.30, 430 all right. right. He had some uh, some great interviews from camp yesterday that are up at 1280thezone.com. I know he talked to uh, Austin Lee and um, 
Oh, I'm going blank. You wrote a column about him. Uh, Anderson. Zane Anderson. Uh-huh. Jeez, sorry. I, distracted, apparently, by your beautiful tie-dyed shirt, which you were supposed to wear tomorrow. I know. I forgot. We're going to have tie-dye day. Friday. So. And you turned it into tie-dye Thursday. <laughs> you didn't Remember, it was going to be so great. We were going to match. Oh, all right. Well, I'll, I'll take it home and wash it. and, and be wear the same to tomorrow. shirt tomorrow. Just to be a team guy. Okay. That I am. I'm just... You know, I was sad. I saw you walk in, and I, I, it, I thought, oh, Gordon's wearing his tie dye today. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of PK, PK stopped by my house today, and we recorded the second episode of uh, In Contention. Oh, okay. How's that? Is that okay for well, a title? It's something that we can promote. Yes, I just wanted a title <laughs> that we could promote. FCC approved. That you wouldn't be embarrassed to to say that you you could actually say listen to this this podcast. Do you like in contention? Is yeah. that a good enough title? In for... contention. Yes. We had a very uh, thrilling discussion. And uh, where can people pick that up? I don't even know. Uh, go to twelve eighty thezone dot com. Has it been released yet? The, your second episode. Your first episode, 1280thezone.com. In fact, if, if people subscribe to the big show, the big show feed on your uh, podcast, then it'll, feed it it'll, it'll catch that as well. So Yeah, good. Good. Yeah, do that. Check it out. In contention. In contention. Okay. Uh, the dual I'm, meaning. I'm trying to think if there's any sort of, you know, perverted subtext. <laughs> no. Okay. After we got shot down with the other biblical one, you know. Uh, but whatever. I mean, like I said, I, I, I try to stay within the, the boundaries of uh, proper decorum. Good. Well, when it launches, make sure to catch Gordon's podcast with PK in contention. PK will be on the show at 3.30, and uh, Boise Boy Hans will be on at 4.30. <laughs> Does it pause? I don't know. Does I, Hans I break out in pause, Adrian? Is that what happens? I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I haven't looked that closely. And does he still communicate with the guy in Boise? That's also well. A great now that question. they share a disease, right? Maybe he should. I Just picked think. up herpes from some guy in in uh, Boise. That's uh, yeah. Where does it break out? I don't know. Do we? Know? I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, That's a good point, really. I have no interest. Because we really don't want to explore Hans's body. None of my business. (laughs) None of my business. As long as he's making do and getting by, that's what matters. Just like I don't want to hear the rest of the Boise story. You can just leave it at got it from a guy in Boise. I don't want to... I don't want to know that. I don't want to know the rest of the details. That's (laughs) good enough. That's between Hans... And that guy in Boise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did, did, has he ever explained how he contracted this? Uh, not to my knowledge. Lonely night in Boise. I don't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Should we get to the split story of the okay. day? All right, let's yeah. go ahead and get to it. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 975-1280 the zone and the zone sports network fortunately a couple days ago manny informed us that he is retiring from football uh, he's got a business opportunity that he felt was uh, too good to pass up and the opportunity was right now and so he uh, is exiting football and, and starting uh, 
business career. We wish him the best. Hate to see him go. You know, we we're excited about what he was uh, going to bring to the table this season, but uh, that's all now a, a moot point. And we, uh, like I said, we wish him well. Yeah, Tyson and Soup, they, they did a great job. I mean, I, I think uh, it's, it's all still kind of brand new with the install and everything, but. Um, uh, they're athletic, and I, what I saw from those two guys, I was really pleased. So it's, it's um, we have we have a few transfers, and, and I, I like the way they ran around. And those two specifically at the running back, they, they should be able to help us out. But no, I mean, when will you have a running back depth chart established? Um, not today, Hans. So <laughs> can you kind of name them in order? <laughs> name them in order. Of importance. Uh, I thought you were going to do the alphabetical order. So no, I, I mean. The, the guys are going to be ready to play. They're, they're competing, and um, uh, I, the best will play. I think everyone that knows um, knows me will. I just told you guys that I'll play the best guys. I don't care what their um, experience is. The, the best guys that deserve to be on the field will be on the field. Okay, I love hands. That was funny. Could you name them in order? <clears throat> Well, it's early yet. <laughs> All right. There you go. You heard from Coach Whittingham, Coach Sataki. It's time for the split story of the day. Camp's underway. Utah State uh, gets their camp started today, and there's yeah. multiple storylines coming out of uh, out of all of the camps. Um, we played that sound late in the show yesterday from Coach Whittingham talking about Manny Bowen leaving, uh, taking some sort of business opportunity that uh, that could not wait. Um, and the, the prevailing attitude from Ute Camp seemed to be, well, no crying over spilled milk. We got to move on. Yeah, and I'm not sure whether I under further review. I, I'm just not sure I'm buying what's going on there. But anyway, he's gone. So. What do you mean by not buying it? A business opportunity, really? Uh, I'm not sure. So what? What? What is more likely? I well use your imagination. Well, I don't know. I, I, I can't. Right now, I'm imagining some sort of business opportunity. <laughs> okay, whatever. He's gone. <laughs> Presenting himself, uh, itself. And uh, the Utes going to have a great defense no matter what, uh, unless a, a whole entire uh, plague of injuries hit him. I, I, I think that defense is going to end up being one of the best the Utes have ever had. And that's saying something, man. That is saying something. Uh, so... Uh, even without Manny Bowen, uh, I think they have enough athletes in the fold to uh, take care of their business there. You would think so. And they and Morgan Scally did sound like he feels pretty good about their depth there. Witt says they need to find six guys because they don't run that 4-3 often. They usually do the two linebacker set, but against certain teams, right. they're going to have to to have to play that more. And uh, I think that that's... That's a reasonable task. And, you know, Gordon, we talked about how they, they were probably a little bent out of shape by the timing of it happening. And I, I think that's probably still the case. Although at the beginning of camp is certainly better, better than, than right before the season starts. Right. Or even in the middle, in the, you know, after a game or two. Because then you're, I don't know. This I, way they'll the, have a chance yeah. to prepare. Yeah, this will give somebody a chance to get comfortable in that, in that position. And uh, and uh, the Utes will be able to move forward from there. With the talent they have up front and the talent they have in the back of that defense, we talked about it a little bit yesterday, Jake. The linebackers typically clean up the mess. You know, they get the ta- they get a lot of tackles because the off- the defensive front does so much work up there and uh, allows them to 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 sit back and and, and fire off. So. Although that's kind of a contradiction, isn't it? Sit back and fire off. They've all traditionally, the linebackers at Utah get a bunch of tackles. 
And uh, regardless, of, you brought up the example yesterday of Johnny Paul. That's a great example of a guy who, because of the setup in the defense, uh, could thrive, even though he wasn't a physical specimen. Because nobody's blocking him. <laughs> you know, you can make a lot they of tackles. worry about a whole bunch of other people. When, when it takes uh, three people to stop Lucky Fotu, <laughs> somebody out there isn't getting blocked. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And, and, I mean, we've seen that with, with Utah's defensive tackles for a long, long time. I mean, think back to Star Lotu Lale. I mean, those linebackers just sit back and, and clean up because yeah. nobody's, nobody's blocking them because they got to worry about, you, you know, some really talented players on the front line. If you if you and have the tackles in the ends, I mean Bradley and I, what are you going to do with that? Well, right. If you have a if you have a tight end help or you have a back running back chip Bradley and I, you know what they're not doing? They're not blocking Francis Bernard. Yeah. I mean it's it's as simple as that. So not to not to say these guys have an easy job, but they have a lot of opportunities, and there's probably some players on that roster that are capable of stepping up and filling in and taking those opportunities. You know, when I talked with Zane Anderson the other day. He mentioned that um, about Tonga for BYU, how they have to double him. They have to, or else he's on the quarterback. So teams know that. And so what does that do? Open opportunities for other guys on the defensive. And in his case, he was talking about the linebackers down there. But that's certainly true at, uh, at Utah. And they have done it very effectively through the years and will do it again. One other quick note from Utah camp and I say one other. There was lots of stuff, and we'll cover it throughout the show. But one thing that, that was uh, certainly very important, Britton Covey participated. Yes. Yes. Now he's on what Coach Witt likes to call a pitch count. <laughs> okay. Uh, meaning, and, and Coach Ludwig uh, addressed this as well, meaning that they're, they're, not, they're not giving him all the reps quite yet. But the fact that he was able to participate is probably a pretty good sign. Exactly. On the first day yeah. of camp? Are you kidding me? By the end of camp, if they handle his pitch count appropriately, then he'll, you know, yeah, he should be ready to go without a problem. Looks like to me. Handling it appropriately is always what you hope for. And that's for, great. That, yeah, like you said, Jake, that's great news for them. And they're going to have to, speaking of pitch counts, I think it would be wise for them to keep that in mind all season long, regardless of how healthy he is, so they don't overuse him. Because wouldn't you be tempted to do that? Tyler Huntley was doing that last year. He, Britton Covey was his guy. And he was throwing it to him because he knew that that was a good thing to do. Well, just kind of a negative example of what you're talking about. Who didn't watch the Utah-Washington game and after Britton Covey took a few of those hits said, all right, enough already. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's, he's not going to get up after one of these. Let's – Spread it around a little bit for the oh, sake of that dude. You he, know? he he is a freaking football miracle when you look at him because he is not a big guy. He's just not. And the fact that he's been able to be as effective as he is, of course, that was evident way back when he was in high school. There were times when he was untackleable. Nailed it. Anyway, he's. Uh, I think he surprised some people at Utah early in his career. And he's just, he's just, he's a football player's football player, Jake. You and I were both at the Oregon game where they did the misdirection punt return mm-hmm. that he returned to the house. Yeah. Yeah. That he's was a fun. wild play. He's fun to watch. And what do you, th- how would you describe what makes him great? His ability to change direction? Yeah, his, his quickness. Maybe not top out speed. Right. Which, which is why he's not a deep threat. 
but his his quickness, shiftiness, whatever. He can get you open. Know, yeah, he right. gets open, and he and he catches the ball. Yeah. I mean, I know that's the most basic role for a wide receiver, but I mean, there aren't too many balls that get by him. And then once they're in his hand, he has the ability to joystick it, as they say, and do something. I don't blame quarterbacks for falling in love with certain targets. Uh, I would do that too. If I were playing quarterback, wouldn't you do that? If you knew that a certain guy, you could count on him to get open. Man, you are looking for him. He is your your outlet. He is your guy who is going to, when a play needs to be made, aren't you looking for Britton Covey? Yeah, but again, in that Washington game, didn't you want Huntley to pull him aside and go, you know what, you're the decoy <laughs> on this one. Why don't you go draw the attention of the defense and we'll let somebody else get tattooed for a while. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's what I'm saying. It's a wise move because uh, – the human body can only take so many hits, and when everybody on the field is bigger than you, yeah. Have you ever stood on the field and watched some of the hits that happen? I have. I mean, you've been down there. You know what that's like. It is. That's uh, no newsflash to anybody how physical football is, but these guys are big and fast. The NFL guys are off the charts. I mean, if you ever stood down on the field for an NFL game, it I, I know everybody watches it on TV and some people go to the games, but when you're right down there on a field, the the rate of collision, the, the I don't know, I, I, I just don't know how these guys do it. Yeah, TV does not do it justice. Yeah. And that's true at the college game, too. Big and strong and fast, man. It's easy to sit at home and watch those, you know, big hits of the year. Hand me another ham sandwich, will you? And yeah, just go, you. wow, he really he really smoked that guy. <laughs> Pass the chips be over down here, there on you? the sideline. Oh, look at that. Wow. Jeez, he's not going to get up from that. <laughs> and every, every hit is like a painstaking moment because you're yeah. like, oh, he's never going to be the same again. And American sports fans love, love it. They don't want anybody to get hurt. But they they do love the the content. Uh, I disagree with that. They they want people to get hurt, not injured. <laughs> what, do you, what hurt so they can't play the rest of the game? Well, you, against their team, you don't think that after those big hits, those guys aren't hurt? They're always hurt, aren't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. we got no problem with seeing somebody get hurt. It's like slapstick comedy, you know. You, you, we don't uh, we laugh when it's uh, all well and good, but you don't want to see somebody get injured. Yeah, like the Three Stooges were really funny, but in real life, if you're poking guys' eyes out, how funny is that? Right. If you're taking a hammer and hitting somebody in the forehead with it, ha, 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 that's really funny until it hurts. Exactly. Yeah, so don't, don't do that at home, anybody. Don't do that. But it's amazing to me how many athletes, football players through the years, Jake, that I've interviewed who say they crave it. They crave the physicality. They love the hitting. They do. All right. uh, We'll get to BYU Camp Notes coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned for that. But we are live from the Dish Professionals. We're hanging out with Ryan and his crew today. Another guy who likes physicality, right? Of course, joins us right now. (laughs) Hi, Ryan. How are you? I'm good, guys. So glad you guys uh, could make it today. Yeah, thanks for having us down. We were uh, excited about coming to see you, and we were just bragging about this showroom. I I tell you what, I couldn't encourage our listeners enough to – if, if they're curious about the technology and whatever's down there, come down and you guys will walk them through all of it. It's great. Yeah, that's our, our goal. And I, we talked about this in a, one of our trainings was to try to get 
more of the experience of what the hopper can do and uh, all the cool things it offers and really just to blow people's minds. And uh, it's worked out well. We've had some uh, some good feedback from uh, staff and customers that they uh, they really like and come down and see it in action, put the remote in your hand. And- all right, I think you hit on something there. You know, take a few notes. It's not that complicated, but if you take a few notes, you might as well use the technology you have, right? I mean, yeah. as opposed to being afraid of it like I am sometimes. <laughs> well, a lot of times I don't think it's necessarily uh, – it's hard, not hard to use. Um, you just don't know it does things. Mm-hmm. You just don't – I mean – Unless somebody told you, a lot of people probably wouldn't realize the locate remote button on the front of the receiver. I love that thing. That it, it truly is a it's, insa- it's a sanity saver, right? <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Did you find yours in the, in the washer or something? No, time? that was a long time ago, and I don't know if the locator would have. Because uh, <laughs> I don't think the the remote really survived the the run through the washer. I did find it in the laundry basket though the other day. Um, like somehow it got picked up with all the laundry or whatever. I would have looked for it for hours yeah and it just beep 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 got it our my kids don't do it so much now but they're, when they're younger they would uh they'd hide the remote because they didn't want the siblings to change the channel so they would stuff it in the cushions or put it in the strangest places but i mean i found it in the garage <laughs> I, it's walked around the house and i opened the garage door and i could hear this beeping in the garage i'm like you got to be kidding me and <laughs> not in like, the fridge ryan never in the fridge i hope <laughs> not well <laughs> that's, that's don't plant ideas <laughs> there gordon i don't think ryan's kids need you know your help there <laughs> no. sir but no, no it, it is really cool and you can come down here and check it out for yourself yeah come down uh play with the system uh you know we have all the local channels dish has all that in fact dish has gone a step further because the the way locals are going they're getting so expensive that uh they've integrated in all their receivers uh the ability to put an off-air antenna adapter into the back of the receiver and what this will do is actually it'll it'll bring in two broadcast locals and it populates the guide and you can record off of it, and uh, you get all the extra locals. But here's the best part. You can actually call Dish up and say, hey, I'm getting my locals just fine off the off-air antenna. I don't want to pay for locals through Dish, and they'll drop 12 bucks off the bill. Wow. Um, so you're really covered all the way around. And uh, the, the, the hopper is the best receiver out there. They Hands down, there is no competition. Like, it's not even close. And I've had the opportunities to play with – every single uh, type of TV box out there that's available. And I truly just chuckle when I do because I know I have the best equipment. And with this promotion, we have the best price. 801-424-DISH. Call them now, 801-424-DISH. Or come see us. We've got jazz gear for everybody, 80th yeah. South and State. And you guys will take them through whatever they want to know. Yeah, we'll come down and we'll blow your mind. All right, 801-424-DISH. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, guys. All right, more live from the Dish Pros coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Greg Rubel, play-by-play voice of the BYU Cougars. You talk about the standard is the bowl. And you know, I don't have any problem with that, but my standard is a little bit better than last year. Is that fair? Sure. Eight wins would be a little bit better. And if you can cobble eight wins out of this year's schedule, I think you're a really good football team. There's just enough danger spots on this schedule this year to where if you're playing in a bowl game, you're pretty good. If you're winning eight games, I think you're really good. Anything beyond that, I think you're even better than maybe lofty expectations might have been in the preseason. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 
have your attention, please? You're locked on to the big show on 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Show 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. We are live at the Dish Professionals. Give them a call. 801-424-DISH. Get hooked up. 801-424-DISH. Let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Remember, customers can get the fantastic iPhone X for 50% off with FlexLease. Visit the local Sprint store near you. He hosts DJ and PK alongside David James from 6 to 10 every morning. And, of course, up covering Utah camp yesterday, he's the one and only Patrick Kinahan with us. What is up, PK? How are you? I'm up, man. I've been up for a long time. I get up way earlier than you guys, so I am as fresh as a daisy. Yeah, but you get to bed earlier than we do too, right, PK? Uh, most likely, yes. I mean, early to bed, early to rise. I don't know what you two guys are doing, you big old partiers. <laughs> I've got a toddler. I... <laughs> My days of sleeping in are, are gone, at least for the next 16 years. So that's terrific. Well, every time I go over to Gordon's house, it seems like he has more toddlers than the last time I was there. <laughs> yeah. uh, PK, let's let's start off just talking in general. What, what were a couple of your takeaways from camp yesterday, or at least the conversations you were allowed to have, of course? You hear that dog I'm in the backyard. Uh the offense seems to be more confident than it's ever been, well, in the last four years with these guys. Particularly, obviously, that would be Zach Moss and Tyler Huntley. Huntley's gained, says he gained 25 pounds. I didn't think he looked that big. Although, now that I think about it, you know, working with DJ, he's gained 25 pounds, and, and I haven't really noticed that either. So, he's very confident that he'll be able to absorb hits, and he doesn't think that it'll take anything away from his quickness. Now, of course, I'm talking about Tyler Huntley, not what I do to DJ each morning. So we'll see if that actually comes to pass. You know, do they have guys who can make plays? They lack that. Obviously, they've lacked that. And they're going to be able to move the ball through the air. They were 11th passing offense last year. Not good enough. Not good enough if you want to get to the Rose Bowl. And nobody expected them to get to the Rose Bowl last year, so it wasn't like it was a disappointment. Well, this year, there's expectations to get to the Rose Bowl. So you've got to be able to move the ball. I can't tell you which game it's going to be, but there's going to be a game where the defense slips and make blown assignments, ball gets tipped and doesn't go their way, whatever it might be. And so you're going to have to score some points. The defense was pretty good last year. The Sun Devils put it on them pretty good offensively, and then Tyler Huntley got hurt that game. So we know that there's going to be a game – well, they might have to score 38 points to win it. Are they going to be able to be capable of doing it? Do you think, PK, that uh, they could uh, they could finish 10th in the league in passing and still utilize the pass game in, uh, effectively, uh, even though Zach Moss might be and, and others might be carrying the, the ball 60 65% of the time, that other 35 40% can still be a nice offset weapon for uh, for them to be successful, right? Yeah, I get your point, and and I can I can agree with that in principle. Uh, it's just that you know you got a senior quarterback, you got a great running back who 
you're going to give him more touches. Now, touches doesn't more touches doesn't mean simply handoffs. Uh, obviously, Kyle was talking about this after the first day of practice of Moss getting the ball as a receiver. Moss was talking about that last week down in uh, Hollywood. So, I would suspect yes, you you could, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think you're going to have to move up your rankings a little bit in the passing in order to to be what you want to be. That's the only thing that's been holding them. I mean, the only thing, but I mean, it's been the number one thing that's been holding them back is consistent offense. So you've got a bunch of guys who've got a lot of experience. Why not now as far as if you're going to be able to do it? And you wonder, I haven't been able to do it to this degree. Can't do it this year. You know, then you're going to have to reload again next year. So, yeah, I think they can win a bunch of 10-7 to games if that's what it takes. But it seems to me there's going to be two or three times you're going to need to get that ball downfield in a hurry and the running game isn't going to be there because you're fighting against a defense or a clock or you're down two scores, you know, a field goal, you're down 10 points, you need to get the ball back. So you need to score quickly. Going to be, there's going to be times when that's going to happen. Which of the receivers other than Britton Covey do you suspect will step up and provide a, a nice big target for Tyler Huntley? Well, the tight ends were pretty good last year. I'm a little nervous about that, though, because they brought in this transfer from TCU. who's a big old dude. Makes me think they'll go more run-oriented and won't use the tight ends. They started, Troy Taylor started to develop the tight ends. Uh, he was only there two years. And I'd like to see that continued development with Rothingham and, and uh, Keithy. Those were pass catchers. And those were pretty, they had some pretty good weapons with them, especially compared to what they had had in recent seasons. you got to go back a few years before the tight end were, were really used uh, at all. There was a stretch there. They weren't used as much. So those guys, and then the Zenith kid out of Arizona, you know, he had the, uh, the biggest rep. The other guys talk good games. <laughs> I haven't seen it. And just because they're a year older, that doesn't make them a year better. Maybe they are. Maybe this is the year. There's a slew of them. Maybe this is the year that they can put it together. We've heard the names. Thompson, uh, Nakua, Simpkins. We all know the names. They're going to be able to do it. Uh, uh, who's the, the little speed kid? Dixon. You know, he, he started to get a little thing going last year, but that was with Jason Shelley, high school teammate. And if Utah is going to get where they want to go, Jason Shelley shouldn't be expected to play that much. So we'll have to see how that plays out with Tyler Huntley as far as a connection there. PK, um, over this journey of the offensive coordinating position at the University of Utah, I, I think it's pretty safe to say I don't think Kyle Whittingham has always been comfortable with the, the person he had in place to do that job. And I think that it, that's shown itself in a number of different ways over the years. But when we were talking to Witt at Pac-12 Media Day and we asked him about Andy Ludwig, he seems comfortable with him there. Like, there's, there's real trust in that relationship. So did you come away with that impression, first of all? And second of all, what impact do you think that will have on the offense? Uh, well, the impression, I'm tired of impressions. I want action. And so you know, Kyle knows how to say the right stuff. He's been at this a long time. So he's very proficient in being able to speak and get the message that he wants to get across and I'm done with that message, though, to be honest. 
I want to see action, and I don't care what you say in August. I want to see it, you know, the old Mike Tyson thing, you never know how you react till you get punched in the mouth. Well, going back to what I said, there's going to be times when they need to get the ball in the end zone, they need to get some first downs, and what's Kyle going to do? Is he going to revert back to let's be conservative and let's let our defense win the game? It's won a lot of games for him that way, so it's hard to argue, but it hasn't won the conference yet. So I have to see. Now, Ludwig should know fully what he's getting into. Obviously, he's known Kyle for a long time. And I don't think at this stage of his professional career, he's going to make a big change only to be told what to do or an over, uh, like a looming over him as far as being conservative. So we're going into this thing again this year thinking, okay, this is going to be the year that they're going to unleash it. But got to see it first. We can talk about it all we want. Got to see it. What's the likelihood, PK, that Tyler Huntley will be the second leading rusher on this offense this year? Hmm. Well, you know, does, does Zach Moss play the whole time? And is he hopefully for him? You know, I never want to see anybody's particularly college kid get hurt. So, you know, if Zach Moss is healthy, well, I think it's a fair, decent assumption there uh, because I think you go back to who you are, right? And you don't really change. You can talk about change, but it's like the Taysom Hill thing. Taysom Hill was always able to run away from everybody in high school and college. And when it came down to it, that's what he wanted to do. And so Tyler Huntley has incredible athletic ability. And when he's been able to, when he's put himself in situations where he sees an opening, he keeps the ball. He's had a lot of success. So if I'm betting, I would bet that, if, uh, hopefully Tyler himself too can stay healthy, I would bet that, yeah, he would be the second leading rusher, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I, I mean, it might sound like it's a negative connotation, but as long as Zach Moss is getting his share and then Tyler's using himself or Andy's using himself, using Tyler judiciously, judiciously, that's a good thing. Although at the end of spring ball, I had a little one-on-one with Ludwig and he told me that we're going to see Huntley under center a lot more, which I think, you know, is going to reduce the opportunities for him to carry the ball. So, PK, uh, let me give you a chance to promote what's going on with DJ and PK in the morning. And also, uh, when is our second episode of uh, In Contention, our podcast, going to uh, drop? Uh, that's up to – I got a team of producers and technical advisors, and they're working on a graphics display as we speak. So they've got to get that ready. You know how it is, Gordon. You put out an album – like my favorite band, Old Dominion, they've been waiting to release this album now for a number of weeks, and they've been told that they can't release it until October. So sometimes you're at the mercy of the higher-ups. But uh, it should be maybe tomorrow, maybe early next week. I don't know how long it takes for them to get all that stuff together. But what do you think, Jake? Do you like In Contention? I do like In Contention. I, I told Gordon that it, it meets the most important uh, standard, something we can actually promote on the radio. So, uh, well done. I think you could have promoted plenty of other things from judging from some of the stuff that I hear on the radio, but uh, 
nevertheless, I understand the market. In fact, I embrace the market. Some of my closest friends are people who are of that market, if you get my drift, and I love them dearly. Lived here longer than you lived anywhere else in your life. Yeah, but, you know, Jake, you got to put it in a spiritual sense. You know, what is your life? You know what I mean? <laughs> you just have that narrow focus there. So really, have I, buddy? Uh, PK's like the Gandhi yes. of the radio station, isn't he? No. <laughs> no. I, I don't think that. Not at all. Uh, but he is fantastic when it comes to uh, to college football and, of course, every single morning with DJ from 6 to 10. And uh, we love it when you have a chance to drop by and uh, chat with us, PK. Thank it's you. not bad with basketball and baseball either. Oh, I agree, but we put him soccer, on. He's soccer, he loves. I mean, everybody knows that. It, well, he adjusted his my, uh, his mind frame after the manifesto, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> he's he's on. You're the now, one. Which, you're the one who had the most pertinent point of that whole thing when you said DJ said that if you don't follow it, you're going to fall by the wayside. And you're the one. That's you. You pointed that out, and I love to throw that in his face. <laughs> well, it was a team effort, certainly that day. What uh, just for those of our listeners who don't know what the manifesto is about, uh, PK? How would you uh, summarize that? Oh, let, let Jake do it because Jake does it better than me. I think. <laughs> Pretty much, uh, soccer is taking over the world, <laughs> and if you don't get on board with uh, Major League Soccer, you're basically going to be broke, you're missing the boat, and unemployed in the very near future. <laughs> okay. All right. Wow, that's quite I can't the morning. Uh, Did you like that they send Petke to anger management? Whoever heard that? Has he got to write on the chalkboard, I'll be a nice boy, too? I mean, the Reds and the Pirates just went at it with some of the nastiest brawls I've seen in baseball. The Reds' manager was on the ground. His face was redder than the Reds' cap that he wore. They gave him an eight-game suspension, but they didn't have to go to anger management. Doesn't that seem a little over the top? Well, uh... Uh, you know, these things are optics, aren't they, PK? Yeah, it's PR. It's been. I know, but soccer has a reputation of being a little soft with the guys falling down all the time. Just kind of falls in line with what they think. I think they need to toughen it up a little bit. That's just me. Thank you, Pat. You're the man. All right, see you guys. Patrick Kinahan, every single morning from 6 to 10 here on the Zone Radio Network. And, of course, keep an eye out for Gordon and Patrick's podcast in contention, soon to be dropped, as it were. <laughs> yeah, dropped. Dropped. Quack, 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 crack, 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 splat. That's poetry, man. That's, Is it? That's poetry. Is it? <laughs> Stay tuned. More from the Dish Professionals. Coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Zach Wilson is exactly what BYU needs in terms of leadership and understanding what competition is. Let's just get really honest about this. There is no competition for the quarterback spot. He's your guy. If you try to do that with Zach right now, it's just, it's all phony. So don't do it. Core center competition is good, but it's usually because you usually have to create a system where it's like, you know, I better get my butt in gear or else this guy is going to take my job. Zach Wilson doesn't have to think about that. Not just because Zach Wilson's good, but because Zach Wilson has the mental makeup of a guy that doesn't need somebody right on his heels to get him to work hard, lead the team, go out and play hard, go out and be the best at what he does. Yeah.
Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. The best coverage of the Utah Jazz in the NBA is right here on The Big Show. Kick it. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 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 Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. By the way, band of the day today is Prince, selected by Adrian, who's filling in for Austin. Brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Of course, Adrian partial to Prince because Adrian's from? Minnesota. There you go. Well, and he's great, other than that. Are you a Bob Dylan fan, too, for the same reason? I do like Bob, Bob Dylan. Him and my father were born in the same town. How about that? Duluth, Minnesota. There you go. Good old Robert Zimmerman or, of Duluth, Minnesota. He was there you, at some point in his life. Do you miss Minnesota at all, Adrian? Uh, uh, do you ever some get things, back but there? You I know? get back there sometimes, but I like Utah. Never go to Duluth if you can help it. No offense to those people, but it's cold up there. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, all of Minnesota is pretty chilly in the winter months. Jake, I don't think you could handle it. Mm-mm. Minnesota in the winter yeah. months? Yeah. Got a brother-in-law that lives up there. Maybe I'll have to go visit yeah. him and find out. This is my experience. It's not pleasant. It, it, I mean, it is a terrific place, especially for you having a young child. and it, it, They have so many activities available to people who live there. Indoor parks, indoor, you know, all kinds of, you know, it's very, uh, it's a great place to live if you can handle the negative numbers temperature-wise. See, my brother-in-law told me uh, when he moved up there, he said he didn't really mind how cold it got because it gets really cold. He didn't ri- mind that as much as winter lasted until May, basically. Yeah, man. He it's just like so wet. Long, like, he didn't like just, how long yeah. winter lasted. Uh, I suppose, but, man, I'll tell you, my, my daughter lived in Minnesota. We're all aware. Uh-huh. But uh, when I went there, it was it, there were times when it was dangerously cold. I mean, if you had a car problem or something and you had small children with you, I don't, I guess you had a cell phone, you maybe call somebody, but it's, I mean, it's cold. I mean, when you get down to like negative 20, I, I don't know what to do with it. I know, but you're a little soft when it comes to the cold, though. I suppose. I mean, if it gets down below 80, Gordon. Isn't everybody kind of soft when it's negative 20? No. Oh, what, what are you out there uh, in your shorts running around? I'm just saying that the people who live in Minneapolis seem to deal with it. They're not fleeing the city like it was on fire. They seem to be going on about their lives. Mm, try leaving your car outside in that kind of weather. People you know, do. Uh, I don't. I don't know how they get their things started. Then I mean, I've been told you have to know which way the wind's going to blow, and park the uh, engine away from the wind direction. Isn't that a saying? Know which way the wind's going to blow. Well, I think it is. All right, we are. Li- <coughs> Excuse me. We are live. At There's a di- hockey rink on every block. It seems like in every park. We're at the Dish Professionals, 80 South and State Street. Encourage you to drop on by, grab some jazz gear. We also have some bees tickets. But of course, give them a call. Eight zero one four two four Dish. Our good friend Ryan joins us once again. He's and- cold as ice. What would you prefer, Ryan, to spend I half <laughs> to spend half the year in like Phoenix, where it's one fifteen, or the winter, wrong the wrong half of the year winter in Minnesota, where it's you know minus ten? Uh, 
Yeah, probably. I, uh, Minnesota's not my favorite, so I really like Salt Lake. So I, I don't, I don't, I, I talk to those people living up there, and uh, we went up there once in March, and their snowbanks were like taller than me. It's mm-hmm. places uh, crazy cold. Not, uh, I'd rather be hot, I guess. We have, uh, we do here. We have kind of the best of all oh, worlds. We have, we have four seasons, and so cold in the winter. By the time. But some people like the cold. I like it. Yeah. Some people like the snow. See, We're break... not all soft like you. Yeah, Come on. I suppose. Break out the snowmobile during the winter. <laughs> One time, uh, Ryan, I went to uh, Jamaica in the in the winter. Yep. And I flew directly from Jamaica to Minneapolis. Shock. That, that was a shock to the system. Yep. It I'm, was. I'm Did you sure. actually have to go down the, the out of the airport? Or were you actually in the little gangway thing? Uh, no, there was a yeah. I didn't. I didn't walk off the plane and ice skate to my destination. Did you just bring that up to brag about your trip to Jamaica? What? He looks like um, a Jamaican shirt. You, you, you come up with the weirdest accusations, my friend. I was telling the story of how cold it is up there, and to go from the from the warm, the warmth and the beautiful, you know, the 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 breezes, the and, and heading into that kind of environment. I've never been to Jamaica. I'm just. You know, saying that's all. I've watched Dish and Jamaica. Maybe Ed, see, there you go. Maybe uh, if I saved uh, a little more money by switching over to uh, Dish from the Dish Professionals, maybe I could. You know, that piggy bank would grow, and I could go there one day. How about that? There all you right, go. you aspire to that. <laughs> go right ahead. No, but people can really upgrade their experience and and save money on their bill at the same time. It's really a win win. Yeah, it is a win win, and uh, you know the best product. Uh, the best promotion I've seen in my 17 and a half years now as a as a retailer, and uh, we, we'll get you the best uh, the best promotion where you're going to get dialed in. You get the NFL Red Zone. We got NFL preseason starting today, and then you've got uh, you know what are we four weeks away from yeah. the rivalry game, and uh, you're going to get all your local channels. Uh, it you know we just had a great a great uh, customer experience. Customer came in and, you know, I, I love it. I love showing what it can do. And he's, he, you know, what his answer was he has another provider and he goes, wow, that is a lot better, a lot faster yeah. than my system. And that's what we want to do is just show you how easy and how fast and, and he's going to save, I think he says he's going to save 25 bucks a month. So Sweet. That adds up big yeah. time. Yeah. All right. 801-424-DISH is all you have to do. Uh, of course, you can also swing by and see us in person, 80 South and state. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, guys. Kenneth Scott joins us next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.